You charge me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Cash. And I'm Lauren. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm fabulous. You know, I'm feeling a little sluggish this morning. I don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on. We went out. We went out last night. There was a music festival here and it was so fun and so amazing. But Wait, then- did you really just say you feel sluggish and you don't know why? And then you immediately were like, I went out last night. Like, no, that's why? <laughs> well, but it wasn't like we raged or anything. Right. But it's like, the, so you're over 30 cash. You're I know. over 30. But I feel almost sick, like yeah. congested. My you have a social hangover. Sw- my eyes were swollen this morning. Yeah. So, but it was, it was so great. There was a band and, uh, they played the washboard. Oh my God. How fun. And this guy had the most spectacular voice. I wish I remembered his name, but he, it it was, uh, there were three of them, a drummer, a man playing the washboard, and then a man playing the accordion. And they Uh just had this like soulful bluesy vibe to them. They were so cool. They were out of the Bay area. Uh huh. If I can find them, we should tag them because they were just, they were fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. That's so funny. That's what's, like such a, a group of people. What's going on with you? <laughs> oh, just packing up everything. We're moving tomorrow and the next day, Sunday and Monday. So, you know, just my life's in boxes. Nothing's where it goes because That's cute. it's That's all in cute a box. That, it's cute. You think you're only moving for like the next two or three days. You're going to be know. moving. It's, it takes so long to get back into a house, but I'm actually like very, and I'm not here to toot my own horn and be like, I'm such a good mover, <laughs> but I'm pretty good at like the box will be empty. Like if there's a box yeah. in a room, it will get fucking emptied. And if there's no place for it mm-hmm. in the garbage, it goes. Amen I'm crazy. To that. I know I'll throw anything I'll away. Throw anything away. And it's I've like- gotten in trouble I've gotten in trouble before mm-hmm. for throwing things away. Like, where did, where did this go? I was like, well, it's been sitting on the counter for yeah. four days and you haven't touched it. So I figured it was trash. Right. It's like, how was I to know it was important? It was on the garbage counter. Yeah. And I'll be even something that maybe had some meaning in my life that I've had for like two or three years, mm-hmm. but haven't really looked at or acknowledged or it's not bringing me happiness or anything. Yeah. I'll gladly throw it away. It's not sparking joy anymore. That's it. Exactly. And then Justin will say, uh, no, let's keep it. No, 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 no. I I wrote a funny note on that. I want to keep it. What if I need to remember that phone number? And then he'll just have a box of stuff. I'm like, what are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? And I, I love having a box of memories, like a memory box of some kind. I think it's great to hold on to things that you are meaningful to you. Yes. They're all in a spot though. Yes. It is okay to have a memory box, but we don't need 25 memory boxes of things that. Okay. Well, here, here's where I'm gonna (laughs) disagree. (laughs) Here's what I think. I have like those big sterilite bins, you know? Yeah. From my childhood, like I have like cool things that I have, like, like 
like a cool old Barbie still in the box or like my American girl dolls and like pictures or like medals that I've won and like things yeah. like that. Things like that on cut gems. Like those are in like four different boxes. Yeah. Okay. No, I get and then that. I have I... like six photo albums full of photos. But but see what you're doing is you're organ your of 25 course. boxes are organized. Of course. What I'm saying I is 25 boxes. It. Yes. I'm saying we have 25 boxes of just stuff that has no meaning that is not purposeful. Right. Or useful okay. in any way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know so. that I'm always gonna try to take take a side. Well, of course. I there's something about the women. Well, and I do the same thing with yours. I know. It's it's so fucking annoying. Well, and my mom does that with him too. It's my just, mom I think it's a thing. It's a mom thing. I think it's a I think it's a woman thing. Yeah. You just I don't and it's like, why are we sympathizing with the men? And you know what it is though, because Because we know my sister know- dates women and I always always sympathize with her partner because it's because you know that person and you're like oh my god like you're being a psycho (laughs) you're a fucking crazy person and you're like oh yeah I remember that time that I left something out on the counter and she straight up threw the glass across the room you know what I mean like (laughs) poor 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 Justin (laughs) (laughs) give him a break please (laughs) Well, I would like everybody to pray for us. He yeah. is about to go on six weeks of vacation next week. <laughs> you know what? That's the perfect amount of time to get some shit organized. In I boxes. know. I know. That is <laughs> organize those 25 boxes. <laughs> I'm going to have the entire house repainted. We're going to rip the grass out. Oh my I got, God. I got a list of projects. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, sorry to be boring, everybody. We just have to do life updates. Life updates. I feel like we haven't talked. Well, we haven't talked in so long. We've both been so busy. Mm -hmm. You guys, um, I have to get this off my chest. Like, I have been. No, no, it's good. Like, I'm fucking thriving. I'm thriving. Like, I. You are thriving. I love my job. I love, I feel like that girl who looks in the mirror, who's like, I do everything good. My hair is great. Like I look fabulous. I'm thin. Like, I'm like, this is so fun. I've been working on criminal appeals and I'm just like, I'm digging it so hard. Like, and I don't know, that's just what's going on with me. I'm just like having a blast. Well, and not only are you working on criminal appeals, but you are being handed these appeals from your bosses and you're being asked to like look at them and assess them. Like people are coming to you as somewhat of the expert. I I I think I've found the thing that I love. And you know why? Because I'm nosy. I'm so nosy. Well, and, you're good at investigating too. Oh yeah. Cause and one of my favorite things to do is like, cause you get the whole transcript whenever you're doing like an appeal, right? So you get the mm-hmm. entire transcript of everything that was ever said in court on the record and you have to read it and pretty much be a whole entire expert on it. And I don't know, it's just like so fun to sit there and like read into everything. And then I'll have like my Google open and I'll like pull up the address where the victim was shot and be like, Oh no way that refrigerator. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's just like crazy. It's so fun. Like, 
It's like, it's like a true crime series. What do you know? Maybe that's what our next podcast is going to be. Appeals with Lauren. <laughs> Appeals with Lauren. Where <laughs> we look into the facts of the case. Transcripts with Lauren. Honestly, <laughs> we should just like order transcripts from like trials and just like narrate them for like well, nighttime we talked stories. About it. We, <laughs> we talked about it, I think, last week where we said we have to do, we have mm-hmm. to do an episode where we go through mm-hmm. the transcripts from famous trials or whether mm-hmm. or not we were talking about maybe doing the voir dire from the OJ trial. Oh yeah. We should do that. We got to order that. Yeah. Unless so we, we gotta can find it for free. I know. Right. Yeah. Well, I have a, cr- I have a crazy case that I'm appearing on this week. I can't talk about it until the hearing happens. Cause then it's public, uh-huh. but it's a doozy. A doozy. I love a doozy. I mean, There's, I hate a doozy for the people, but I love oh, well, a doozy for my brain. It's so, it is a traumatic story. Three people were killed. Oh. And so I'll provide more information later, but it's, it's really, really terrible, but it's a fascinating legal case. Honestly, like, fascinating. It's, like, it's so crazy. Like I'll come home from work and George Glass will be like, Oh, how is work? And it's like, okay, let me tell you everything I know about gunshot wounds, gunshot residue, like all this stuff. And he's like, uh, (laughs) ma'am, this is traumatizing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, (laughs) like shit, like the stuff that like we, I mean, think about it. I was already thinking about this when we both did family law and I was like, okay, we know people's like crazy, like weird, dark secrets, you know? Yeah. And then like, that was like fascinating. And then it's like, you started doing like prosecution and that was like fascinating. And then like, Mm -hmm. I started doing criminal defense and that's like insane. And now here you are, you know, it's like, it just gets crazier and fucking crazier. Well, and I've started a new venture and, and so that's going to be crazy. I don't really want to talk about it right now. I talked about it, I guess, briefly on the Patreon. You're so crazy. You can say, by the way, I have this thing that I'm not going to tell you about it. Uh -uh. (laughs) By the way, I'm working on this cool thing, but do not ask me anything about it. The first one I can't can't talk about because... It's a legal issue. The next one, I just, (laughs) it's a new business venture that I am partaking in and I don't want to jinx it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're so wild. (laughs) Okay. Well, I want to plug our business venture. So while you won't jinx it and then we'll (laughs) plug yours later (laughs) and then maybe she'll even tell you about it one day. This is, I think, Lauren and I, in a nutshell, is I yeah. tend to be a little bit more reserved. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm more hesitant, doubtful. Like, I question everything where Lauren's like, mention it all. I'm like, you know what? Let them tell me no. I'm not going to tell me no. I know. But anyway. I'll mention, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk, we, we will talk about it because it is relevant to this podcast and it's relevant yeah. to pop culture. And, and Lauren's probably going to be a part of it too. Oh, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Okay, so, but you guys, we have a Patreon. Go head over, patreon.com slash allegedly bravo, and you can get these episodes, um, you know, ad-free. And also, like, 
we just did a recap of Beverly Hills. Like we get more personal <gasps> over there. So if you want to like head over there, I would s- highly suggest it. I really would. Um, so I was listening to some other pod after we recorded our podcast. I went back and listened to some other podcasts that, uh-huh. you know, did the recaps on the Beverly Hills and everybody's got opinions. Whoa. I know. And everyone's about opinions that are wildly different. They are. Some people like, I, and this is a controversial one. Some people like Cherie. Some people don't like Cherie. I know. I'm a diehard Cherie fan and I yeah. would like to see her with the diamond. Lauren is more. I want her to stay friend of. I think she's a nice little enhancement. Like I want her. It's like, I want to dip my fries in ranch. You know what I mean? Like I like having her there, but I don't need to eat a bowl of ranch. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. <laughs> um, also, check out our merch over at allegedlybravo.com. We have like a blog going and some merch, and you can stream these episodes on there too. Um, so it's I sweatshirt okay. season. It's sweatshirt season, and I I actually just ordered one for myself. I ordered a big, huge, oversized. Um, hoodie that has allegedly bravo podcast embroidered across the tatays so that'll be really nice and cozy and maybe a beanie maybe i'll order a beanie i don't know i need to actually i need to order some some new stuff some swaggy swag well i wear my sweatshirt all the time and i, I know people are like does she wear anything else? well i'm just like i i i need to just like switch it up now you know yeah it's been the same one yeah for over a year the same two, really. But yeah, so also Instagram. So that's us in a nutshell. Also, like that's what we do. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16 year old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life. It's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. Okay, should we get into this week's episode? Yes, let's do it. Okay, it is a briefing room episode. Oh, wait, before we get started into these like story stories, let's take a quick commercial break. Okay, hello. Welcome back from this wonderful commercial break that you just took. Um, You want to go first? Yeah, so, and you guys are topics again I as always I I feel like I have the sad ones yeah but you know, you know what we'll approach it with a sense of humor we will approach it with a sense of humor blanket trigger, <laughs> blanket trigger warning <laughs> so the first story I'm going to talk about is the Tiffany Haddish drama that's Ooh, going on with her yeah. colleague Ari Spears are you aware of any of this? So here's the thing. I heard there was like, she was being an alleged perv, but that's all I know. 
alleged. <laughs> so you guys, there's this video going around where Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears, a lot Who, of comments. Who's like, Ari Spears? He's the, he's a comedian. Oh, okay. And so, you know, obviously from funny and die, like back in the day, that's how a lot of comedians got started is they, mm-hmm. you know, did improv. They would upload these videos, they become viral. And then that's how people book jobs. Mm-hmm. And so this video was uploaded from Tiffany and Ari Spears onto Funny or Die. And I think the title is Through the Eyes of a Pedophile. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so in the video, there is a kid that is a part of the cast, right? Uh-huh. And so that child that was a part of the ca- that was part of this video had filed a child molestation lawsuit against Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears. And they also I think it was the a boy and a girl that filed this lawsuit. And they also filed it for intentional infliction of emotional distress, negligent supervision and a handful of other causes of action, including uh-huh. gross negligence, sexual battery, sexual harassment, sexual abuse of a minor. Well, so this came out like last week and it was a bombshell, right? Uh-huh. Because yeah, then I mean, people that's were looking insane. And then people were finding the video online because it's like, wait, so now we have allegations, but we also have something that could potentially corroborate what this yeah. said. So this was posted on YouTube or whatever, the whole scene. The whole scene was online. It was supposed to be a comedy, like this a whole funny time? skit. I guess. And so right now you can't find it anywhere. There are people that are doing reaction videos. So mm-hmm. I watched one of those and it is very disturbing. Um, they have a minor <clears throat> child who is sitting in his underwear. And then there is an older man who is getting excited or, you know, in us like fantasizing about being s- like sexualizing this child what and it's yeah yeah it's very strange and it it's very very inappropriate but so anyways there was this video okay people were people were obviously watching it well all of the sudden case is dismissed right right okay i saw that case dismissed so according to haddish she says she lost everything all of her gigs are gone everything's gone she's not working blah 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 it's crazy right yeah. Well, then the victims came out and said they because they had recently changed their tune, obviously, and said, my family and I have known Tiffany Haddish for many years, and we now know that she would never harm me or my brother or help anyone else do anything that could harm us. We wish Tiffany the best and are glad that we can all put this behind us. This, to me, is just reeking obviously cash settlement hush money Mm -hmm. non you know uh nda it's what happened with uh what's her name and the girl from miami and brandy glanville being like your vagina stinks and she's like say you're sorry publicly but but the the problem i'm having with it is in this statement it says and we now know like we and we now know that she would never harm us it's like because she's probably called you. You guys have had a conversation and she's probably begging you and saying whatever she wants to say to make you feel better about the situation when the situation was completely inappropriate. And that's just on the, what we saw and what was published. God knows what else happened off, you know, off camera or what scenes were cut. But right. I have questions I, though. 
Okay. Okay. So my first question is this was for funny or die, like the entire website. Like, cause I remember they used to get like celebrities and stuff to put, you know, make funny or die videos like Paris Hilton would do it. And Lindsay Lohan. So wouldn't there be a crew of people? So I think with funny or die, people could upload their own videos. So like you and I could self-produce a clip and then upload it and, you know, send it over to funny or die and then they could publish it. And then it just immediately goes up without them. I mean, I guess it's like Facebook or anything. They don't really have too many filters. Uh, Yeah. I guess, or maybe people, I mean, look at the things that get I just over like- in TV and film that you, that get approved by executives. And then we see it on our TV screens and you think, what were these people thinking, letting this happen? For that's example, what I the, can't get out of my head. Like, the Nickelodeon stuff Ooh. that's coming out with like the weird sexualization of these children doing like. Yeah. I've always with- said it. Nickelodeon's fucking weird with like phallic objects you're like what who okayed that and i mean and that's exactly what happened here it's like who is allowing this to go forward and what and i guess it's like who would have thought that this was funny Hmm. you know or like why was this even an idea i don't know and so anyways i'm sure tiffany haddish is going to be fine after this because the case is going to get dismissed the hush money probably is a large settlement there's probably an NDA, like we said. That's I just want to know. I just want to know. So did this family just randomly file this lawsuit without trying to meet and confer, or have a conversation with Tiffany Haddish and her and her team before? Right. That because it's you like, know? usually you kind of know when you're about to be sued. Like exactly. you have an inkling, like. We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Britney or Christina? Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped. Available wherever you stream your podcasts. Hey, this is this story. We're about to drop this. We're about to file this lawsuit. We'd like to handle it outside of court. This is our monetary demand. Yeah. And then you try to negotiate, then you file. And so it's hard for me to believe that an attorney didn't do that. And they just randomly follow the lawsuit. Unless the attorney is like one of them or something. You know what I mean? Like they're pro per. I don't know, but. But anyways, this whole story to me is just disgusting. Leave the kids alone. Yes. We need to stop sexualizing children in film and TV. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. Stop doing it. It's so weird. It's so disgusting. It's really bad. And I'm kind of disappointed with Tiffany Haddish's response to this. Right. It's like she's just mad that she got caught. Oh yeah, the vibe I'm getting. Not that she's really sad that this happened. I'm sure there are statements out there from her where she is, you know, apologized. But Mm -hmm. it's like it's hard for me to 
sympathize with her in this situation. Agree. Anyways. And we still don't know who Ari Spears is. So, right. I'm still like, should I Google him? I don't even know. I think if you saw his face, you would recognize him. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's been in some TV shows, but I think he's mostly just a stand up comedian. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it was like she took off and he didn't <laughs> from that video. I'm, I'm gonna say something that's we, he has a big dumb face. Oh, he looks dumb. Like a big dumb face. Yeah. I was going to try to share my screen and I can't just Google it. Google a photo of him really fast. What's his name again? R-E-A-R-I-E-S Spears. That but looks this... like Aries to me. I, uh, but everyone <laughs> keeps... <laughs> he just has a big dumb face. Yeah, you're right. That's funny. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay. Anyways. Well, wow. Let's see. You know what, know. if it, if it really, I wonder what the settlement says. Cause it's like, we'll see if a defamation case follows, who knows? We'll Doubt see. it. Doubt it. And what's the main defense to defamation? It has to case. be false. Gotta be false. Yep. The truth. Okay. The truth will always prevail. You will all see the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready? Chris Chrisley's legal woes keep on growing. Okay, this is from page six, okay? The reality star is being sued for defamation for the second time by a woman who investigated his tax evasion lawsuit. Okay, so this lady named Amy Doherty Hines, which like, love that, but your name is not Amy Doherty Hines. Your name is Amy Duncan Hines, right? Like she's been spelling it wrong the whole time. Amy Duncan Hines, a former Georgia Department of Revenue investigator, claims Chrisley Knows Best Star has been spreading lies about her on Chrisley Confessions podcast. And I need to listen to Wait. that podcast. Okay. Wait. So he has a podcast? And, a, and apparently while he's on this podcast, he talks about his lawsuits and investigators. Like what kind of dumbass are you? I thought he was in prison. Has he not been sentenced yet? Nope. Postponed. Sentencing's been postponed. Oh. Yeah. So lucky you. Lucky you, Chris Grisly. And also, also, okay, here's what I'm going to say before I move on, because I've been thinking in my brain, like, I have so many questions to ask Miss um, Jen Shaw, and we're just not going to have time to, like, get an interview in with that woman before she gets sentenced into prison, you know? We have like a lot of growth to do. And I bet you that we could have a phone call that is recorded over the jail. You know, this call will be recorded and we can three-way call while recording it and do an interview that way. And I think we should do that with her and Chris Chrisley. You think that Jen Shaw would get on our podcast? I think that once she's behind bars, Jen Shaw will do anything to stay relevant. I mean, she's got 30 years in there minimum don't you think you think they're going to sentence her to 30 years hey even if they sentence i just yeah i do i mean i've seen people go to jail for way longer for less shit you know what i mean i guess i just with the jen shaw i guess i've just i'm always picturing like an 18 month to yeah, because I have I obviously have my guess. I think I said 10 years with like a reduced sentence. She'll only serve five or something with mm-hmm. like 10 years probation. 
but in my mind, like what I see happening is like an 18 month prison sentence with a lot of supervised That's release. Not even two years. I know, but like that is just with like the Lori Laughlin's of the world, the Felicity Huffman's, like this is what I'm picturing. And it's yeah, but that was like an admission scandal. This is like a legit. I like, know, I know, but that's I guess it's going to be shocking to see a reality star go to prison for longer than a 15 month sentence or 18 months, you know? Well, then here's what I think. If she's only going to be in there for 18 months, like obviously you guys were making this up. We have no fucking idea because it hasn't happened yet. Right. But if she is in there for only 18 months, that even makes me think more that we can have an interview with her because then she'll just be really clawing at the bit to really stay relevant. So that when she gets out, she has a job because she's got a lot of money to pay a lot of money. And I don't think many people will, will really want to hire her. No, I agree. I'm I mean, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Stella is sitting next to me uh-huh. and you guys, she is a yellow lab, but she has an underbite. And so she snores. Oh God, she's and so, so you may hear little piglet noises. In the background. <laughs> so I apologize. Cute. Um, okay. So Chris Chrisley apparently said, or Duncan Hines said that the Chris Chrisley falsely and maliciously accused her of criminal conduct during the investigation, like about him. Okay. They basically, she was like, listen, like you're calling me a fucking criminal, like in my investigation of you for like a prosecution of you. Um, so apparently this happened in a podcast in September 21. Okay, so the statements are being made only on the podcast. They weren't originally made during the investigation. Right. So I guess like they did the investigation. They did the thing. He's got his podcast. And, you know, I really wish that I had listened to it, actually. But I just I didn't. And um, apparently he's just talking shit on Duncan Hines and being like that investigator. That investigator is a criminal, basically, and was doing criminal things. I mean, that's. That's a bold statement. Right. So she sued him because she's like, you're like basically saying that, like, I did crimes like that's so fucked up. You know, and he never he never retracted them. So, like, she gave him the opportunity to retract the statements and he never did. So he is a government employee, correct? This investigator. It's a she Duncan or she she Amy Duncan Hines. But she is a government employee, correct? I would guess so. I don't know. Okay, because that's good for her. I mean, it's unless she's like a, a a hired investigator, you know? No. Okay, so I just Googled it. She is a Georgia tax department employee. Oh, my God. I, I read that up at the top. It's like, this is how dumb I am. I can't even remember what I just read. So good for her because... I mean, talk about harm to reputation. You can't be standing there like accusing this woman of like, unless she really did. But obviously she doesn't think she did because she's suing the man. But it's like, what is this based off of? Just his attorney telling him that he thinks something fishy was going on. It's all speculation. It's It's based. Yeah, it's probably just him being like mad that he's going to go to jail for somewhere in between zero and 30 years. Hissy Chrissy. Hissy Chrissy. That's what he is just so dramatic. I know. I don't know. It's like I used to love that show. Like, remember, we used to watch it when we lived in that house over by the beach. 
you guys used to watch <laughs> i just happened to be sitting in the room it was so good you guys now i'm like show. over it Ugh. now i get grossed out oops Sorry. what do you think his time's gonna be how long do you think he's going away well here's the deal he submitted false money to a bank and to like the authorities, like the taxes and people like the taxes, people get really pissed when you like defraud the government. So I think he'll go to jail for a long time. I mean, they straight up kicked Joe Dudice out of the whole ass country while he had a family here, you know, like they take stealing from the government seriously. So I think maybe closer to 15, but see where Jen Shaw just stole from people, right? Oof. He's facing up to 50. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting my reality starts confused. <laughs> I'm on the Forbes article about Jen Shaw. Uh-huh. It says she faces up to 50 years in prison. Oh, shit. That's so long. But she only pled to one count or. She only pled to certain counts. And so I have something to say about prison. Did you know that the people who work in prison when they don't get paid, like their the pay amount hasn't increased, like for the hourly amount that that they get paid to work, but the price of toothpaste has increased so significantly. And generally in the prison system, one tube of toothpaste is almost seven dollars. Are you talking about the federal employees or the inmates? The prisoners, the inmate. Oh, and yeah. it hardly pay him to work. That's like slavery. And I don't like that. No, it's not. There's a whole case on it. I used I to, know. when I was in law school, it used to workers comp and inmates used to bring, you know, obviously, cause they're, if they were working, they would bring workers comp claims if they were injured. And so there's, there's a whole case on it. Um, really quickly. Sorry to go back to Jen Shaw. Yeah. So, yeah, so it says the wire fraud carries up to 30 years in prison, but though her plea agreement carries up to 14 years in prison, plus a 9 million in restitution, Hmm. 6 million in forfeiture. Hmm. So probably, I think she could be going to prison for like seven years. I, I think she'll go to prison for a while. Could you imagine she's our first reality? St- I mean, that is a that would be the biggest. That's the biggest sentence that will ever be handed down on a reality television star of her caliber. Like she is. I mean, housewives are the top of the top, right? Like they're the. I would say housewives house- are they're crumbed out of the crumb of reality. They are. Oh, I mean, really what's quickly- higher than that? The Kardashians, whatever. Yeah. Really quickly, just on the Jen Shaw of it all, just because we have Housewives uh, Salt Lake City premiering next week. Did you see that Jen Shaw was invited to the Bros premiere of that new? Yeah, that new I movie? did. And someone messaged us and was like, she looks like Jim Carrey in that outfit. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing the red hat, a red yes. suit, and then she's wearing these heels and her toes look like they're about to break off. Oof. Oof. ladies please keep the toes in the shoes please keep your toe you know it's like your hands arms feet and legs inside the shoe at all times 
what does RuPaul call them? The shrimps? Like when the drag oh queens, my God. their toes are like dangling <laughs> off the shoes. That's what it's like. Okay. It's like, put your little shrimps away and take the little stickers off the bottom of your shoe. But why are we allowing this woman to go out and promote this? Tele- I mean, I guess it's part of her job, but she has pleaded guilty to crimes. And she's actively being, she's actively involved in the promotion of Salt Lake City and other NBC affiliated movies, television shows. I mean, it's nuts. It is so nuts. We, so I guess what Bravo's saying is like, we're fine with white collar crime at this point. We're fine with money crimes. We're not fine with sex crimes. And you know what? All right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but I, I, I just think once you, I mean, obviously the sex crime thing, but I think once you plead guilty to right, it's like fraud. <laughs> once you're looking at 30 years, I feel like we should kind of like renegotiate the contract. <laughs> That's, That's another so reason weird. why they should do shorter contracts, I think. I just want to know Andy's opinion on it. Like once she's sentenced, because I she's don't, going I don't be, trust Andy. She's going to be sentenced at the end of November, which is, oh, I guess, the season will. Well, the season will be done because if we're starting the last week of September, mm-hmm. what is it? Generally, ten episodes, like ten weeks. No, my God, I feel like we're on episode a million of Beverly Hills. I think it's like twenty episodes. So then maybe they'll probably, I'm assuming they're going to film before she's sentenced. Yeah. Or they might film after she's sentenced because I'm sure they're going to let her turn herself. They'll give her a turn in date and it will probably be after the holidays because she has kids. Oh my God. So you she'll know. probably, you I think, think she'll go to they'll prison. let her do it after the January. holidays. Yeah. They did that with Teresa and Joe. Remember they let them split their sentence. So, yeah. And they, I think they let them do it after the holidays. There's going to be 40 episodes. Okay. So about 20, I'd say 40. Well, cause they also do the never seen. Okay. Can we pretend? Okay. So why are we pretending like those are TV those shows? Don't or, count. And also don't count. here's the other thing on TikTok. I'm always seeing scenes from the after show where they're in some blue room and the after show looks fucking popping. I'm okay, like, so why I, are we not watching that? Why are we watching never before scenes? So I used to watch, I don't know if it was the after show, but it was some, something affiliated with Bravo, like the Bravo daily dish or something where they would interview the housewives. And it was, I think it was something they started doing during COVID and was it with his old assistant what's her name i loved her no not not um darren 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 yeah darren Darren. but i always loved that because they would sit the women down they would recap the episode together they would ask them specific questions and then we get these kind of like hot takes and it would always be two housewives two women together so it'd be like garcelle and sutton recapping the incident with erica mm-hmm. and i love that i don't know why bravo is not making those episodes instead of these stupid never before scenes that is just a recap of the same episode with like one or two new scenes they're putting them on the wrong channel it's like okay put the never before scenes on the internet you know and then put the recap like daily dish that shit 
on the hour before the show so that we're yeah. all riled up before we go into the show instead of bored out of our fucking minds oh my watching God. the show it's like again. Sports. It's, it's like what sports. they do with sports. I want to see yeah, the fucking weigh-in. Have... Yeah, and it's like I want to see the commentators talking about the previous episode mm-hmm. and I want to see an interview with a housewife to roll get the, me juiced roll up the clips. Today. Yeah. Roll let, the clip. let me know where wow. I left off. I'm sorry that's that so true. I don't trust Andy anymore because this is what happened on Twitter. Wow. He posted. Wow. So someone was like, what the fuck? Like, uh, there's no, nothing captured this, like, alleged adult tantrum that Kathy had, you know? And he goes, there weren't any cameras allowed in Car- Car- Caribou Club. The cameras were down. And I go, what about the fucking Sprinter van? I don't give a shit about. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the cameras aren't in the Caribou Club. Where are the cameras in the Sprinter van? Oh, okay. I listened to everything iconic with Danny Pellegrino oh, yesterday. I love him. Mm-hmm. He brought up a great point that I didn't even I didn't even connect the dots. So when we had mentioned that when they the ladies got on the airplane, mm-hmm. that Mauricio Mauricio was asked, "Where's Kathy?" And then Danny brought up a great point. He goes, "Where was Mo that night?" Where was he sleeping? If it was so chaotic and so manic, you think Mauricio would have woken up to this chaos, right? Maybe he was at Caribou Club with the ladies. May- uh, maybe. That's but then wouldn't point. he have had something to say about what happened in Caribou Club if he was there yeah. with the ladies? It- yeah, he would have said something, which I don't think he would have been there, though, because he got up early and went skiing. And so... There's where was Mauricio? Where was Mo? Please we find out piece. where Mo is, and then we find out what happened in that house. It, he's the missing piece. Yep. Yeah. Oh my so, god. Anyways. anyways, wow, we got off on a huge wow. Tangent. So Chris we Chrisley, from- yeah, back in court. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we went from Chris Chrisley, Chris Chrisley to Jen Shaw to Mauricio as being God. Okay. Oh my god. My next story is very. It's very, it's not related to any reality TV stars, but this was specifically requ- requested from Lauren. Uh-huh. This is the Sherry Papini story. I don't know how many of you guys are aware of this, but this mm-hmm. happened back in 2016. She is like the real life gone girl. Uh-huh. It happened in November of 2016 in Redding, California, which is where we currently reside. Mm-hmm. And that is why Lauren has asked me to cover this because I remember scandal. when it happened you, when I was in law you just moved there or you were gonna move there or something no I was I was in law school and we were yeah tell me again this was the woman whose phone was found all staged so, right okay okay t- give a brief give a brief okay so in 2016 mm-hmm. her husband Sherry Papini had her husband was at work and he worked at Best Buy mm-hmm. and Sherry Papini had gone for a run. I, and I use quotes. And when he had come home from work, he had discovered that his children were never picked up from daycare. So it led to them. He like walked around. I think the neighborhood was obviously concerned. Somebody found, I think it may have been him who found her phone mm-hmm. kind of by the mailbox with her AirPods or her headphones. And so he obviously panicked, called 911. Everybody got involved and it became this huge story because didn't this he woman, call 911 from her phone? And so it like implicated him or something. 
I, I'm not sure, but he called he called 911. Of course he was a suspect. And, right. The husband's always a suspect. But there were so many conspiracy theories behind this whole thing, right? So there was mm-hmm. whether or not she was she could have obviously been abducted. Um, the husband may have been involved. Mm-hmm. That was a theory. There was also this theory that it was a gone girl situation. And then there was also theories about, because there's a huge church up here, which I shall not name. Mm-hmm. You guys can Google it. Ha- who has very big ties to the Reading community. Mm-hmm. And so there were theories <laughs> that way, but eventually what came out was. So she, she left or she had been abducted in early November, but then in November 24th, which I think was Thanksgiving day or like the day before Thanksgiving of 2016 mm-hmm. motorists down on I-5 in Sacramento, see a woman running on the side of the freeway with a chain wrapped around her. She had, she was like branded and had her hair chopped off and all of this, right. Ends up being Sherry Papini. Turns everybody out it's Sherry. Like, everybody is like, oh my God, it's a gift from God. Like she is coming back. Like she is back for the holidays with her family. Like Good because she has children. Right. You know? And, and it, this one's been really, missing. She's wearing a chain. Well, it was really traumatic too, because there are a lot of women up here run in the mountains and run in the hills and run on the, the trails. And there have been women who have been attacked by random people on the river trails. Mm -hmm. And so it was this idea of like, Oh my God, we cannot go outside and run. If there's somebody out here who's abducting women. Well, come to find out, we start getting like these tidbits of information from after Sherry's, you know, being interviewed by police. She alleged, which I think to be, this is like one of the most criminal, she should be prosecuted for this. Okay. She alleges that two Hispanic women kidnapped her at gunpoint, chained her in a closet, yelled at her in Spanish and played annoying Mexican music. That is a quote, by the way. I'm not using that term. That is a quote from her. Come to find out, right? So uh, she's being psychotic. No, trust me. And and I invite everybody to read the pleadings online because they, the government lays out a foundation for her history of being oh a psychopath mm-hmm. and there she's just a pathological liar. And, you know, and so anyways, so as the investigation's going on, she's not really telling the officers anything. And so they're getting suspicious mm-hmm. and then they find DNA evidence on her and it's related to her a boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend that she had had right okay so come to find out she was never kidnapped from she had asked her okay no she had so it was her high school boyfriend okay who they had been still in touch and she had been texting him she had a side piece basically right okay okay she was never kidnapped she had asked her boyfriend to come up and pick her up from reading what the fuck and then they drove down to orange county together dude so the way that she got this guy to come up to pick her up and, you know, she perpetuated the story that she was being beaten and, and sexually assaulted yeah. by her husband. And she created this like elaborate scheme <sighs> to try to get him to come up to help her escape. So, of course, he did. I mean, we don't I don't really know anything about this guy. Right. But then she says, like, OK, he was he was. Oh, my God. Still, I'm so sorry. Still, it's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> she's so cute i love her oh my god um, she's comfy and so she was yeah she had created this whole false narrative right mm-hmm. 
And she had told this boyfriend that she had reported it to the Reading Police Department. She had reported to Shasta County Sheriff's Department and nobody was doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. And so they confronted the ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend folds like a deck of cards or whatever. What's that? Right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Something like that. (laughs) I get what you're saying. Something about cards. so he totally folds, tells everybody, tells the investigators the full story. They hook him up to a polygraph test. He passes with flying colors. He basically confesses that, you know, that it was her that created this whole, it was her plan, right? Yeah. And a hoax. So officers, I watched the interrogation video. Uh-huh. The officers give her basically an opportunity to confess of like, uh-huh. hey, look, tell us what happened. Were you held at gunpoint? She's continuing to say, no, no, no. Like I told you, I don't remember being thrown into the van by these women. Right. Mm -hmm. And then she has the audacity to tell them, I don't want to get this woman in trouble because she is the reason like why I'm back with my children. Because she's saying that one of the women that abducted her had actually let her go. Like that was her story. Like, so now she's like three women abducted me. Oh my God, dude. Is she a woman? One of them let her go. Oh, I, I mean, I would who bet. knows? Yeah. So uh, she is continuing to tell her husband, you know, the story and the husband goes in and talks to police is like, tell me what's going on. Like if this yeah. woman is lying about this whole situation, I would like to know because I don't want her in the house with me with my kids. And I don't want her in yeah, yeah. the house with the children. And so anyways, it comes out, she admits that the whole thing was a fraud, <gasps> but during this time, so this is, this is spanning from, so this was a four year period before police yeah. officers found like a match between the DNA evidence. So this was like a total of six years that this woman was creating just chaos in the legal community. The FBI was involved. Yeah. And Wait, she was how taking, long was she missing? Total. So she had been missing like 20 days or something. Dude. But so she, during that time, like victims of crimes, they are given an opportunity through the victim compensation board to receive compensation for therapy, relocation, things that help people in the recovery, right? Right. So she continued to receive these resources from the government, even though she lied and faked this entire thing. And so that is where the feds got her. The feds got her on like wire fraud and mail fraud and obviously making false statements to the police. Mm -hmm. So she was recently sentenced to 18 months in prison. And originally the prosecution only asked for eight months. So they did an upward departure from what the so, prosecutors asked for. Oh, the judge said that she is a, basically the judge said, let me find the exact quote. The judge called oh, Papini a manipulator and said the eight month sentence proposed by prosecution was not enough. Agreed. And would not suffice. Yeah. So they placed her on 18, 18 months in prison, 36 months supervised release, and she's required to pay back the 310000 in restitution. Good. And in her statement to the court, she said, I'm so sorry to the many people who have suffered because of me, the people who sacrificed for the broken woman I was, the people who gave willingly to help me in a time that I so desperately needed help. I thank you all. And then she went on to tell the judge that she was guilty of lying and dishonor and was ready to repent and to concede. Uh, okay. Uh, so and ask hus- if you were ready, you were going anyway. <laughs> so her husband, her husband filed for divorce after she pled guilty. 
Wow. Could you imagine being her husband and her children? And so her family, her sister really stood by her throughout this entire thing and was, you know, there for her. And then the moment she was sentenced, went on Facebook and did a huge Facebook post of like, my sister is sick in the head. Please give me and my family time to like recover from this. I'm like, how do you bounce back from that? I don't think you can. I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't think you can bounce back, but like, I was kind of thinking about this a lot because like, when I think about like sentencing and like, geez, if I had to go to prison for 18 years, I would just like, feel Months. like my entire, no, but a lot of people like, oh. I'm, I oh, yeah, go yeah. for years. And yeah. I'm like, if I'm in jail for eight prison for 18 years, like my life is over. Right. Mm -hmm. But also like these people will get out in 18 years and then be able to like have a full life until they die. And maybe that's 60 more years of life. Yeah. So you're saying that she has an opportunity to. She can change. I think they can rehab her if she like puts her money where it goes, which is back into the pot, the pot of victim money. I think that she needs some serious, serious fucking therapy. I mean, this woman is, she should probably be like, have it medicated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that she could potentially be rehabilitated Mm -hmm. if she has a 100% supervision. Yeah. She doesn't have access to a phone. (laughs) She doesn't have access to a computer and she just lives like a simple life. Because there are allegations that she, I think she had like faked a kidnapping or a sexual assault when she was younger. Like this isn't the first time this happened. Like there, there's. Yeah. And then it's like, are you faking it up because you're a match or because you want X, Y, Z? Like what's going on? No. Wow. What a great story. Yeah. It's a really, really, really interesting story. And I think that they're going to probably come out. I think they're going to probably come out with a documentary on it. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out with a movie on it. Yeah. Because I mean, it is gone girl though. It's kind of very, the only thing is she didn't try to frame her husband. Yeah. But it's gone girl, but it's like gone girl. It's like gone girl after the find, you know, it's like, yeah, now we're at the jail part. Cause like gone girl just kind of ended with her being like, hello, I'm pregnant, you know? Did I tell you I saw her husband in Best Buy one time? Oh my god, no! Mm-hmm. And it was Did during. What? Did you say anything? No, I just kind of looked, and we were like, "Oh, look, I know who you are, Mister Papini." Well, and he's so cute. He's handsome, and he's got yeah. a really great reputation in like the community. And so it's just sad. It's really Poor sad. Guy. I guess Poor you just family. pack up and move, right? Uh, yeah, I would start over. I mean, I love packing up and moving, so (laughs) I definitely would. (laughs) Um, I'm so good at it. I'm so good at it. I mean, I am not to do my own work. Um, okay. So ready, Mary M Cosby, you know, who won't be returning to real housewives of Salt Lake city. So I have to get this in while she's still relevant. She has been cleared of her misdemeanor. Um, which was being charged with unlawfully providing shelter to a runaway. I think we covered it a while ago, but 
Yeah. There was a family dispute and she took in a person or a young, I guess a minor and technically a runaway because they ran away from home and they charged her with a freaking misdemeanor. Um, but I'm yeah, going to say something controversial. Oh God. They're, they're trying to tarnish her name. I agree. They're trying to tarnish her name. Like get Mary Cosby back on Salt Lake city. Oh, I need, I need her just to be there. I maybe not even a main cast member, not maybe not even a friend of, I just oh. need her to be present. Did you hear that Walter, <gasps> Walter died? died? Let's do a moment of silence for Walter. Silence for Walter. One, two, three, go. Wow. Wow. I mean, wow. He did. That was a moment. I was. And Stella didn't make a noise. No, so. she, ha- she, she had too. that snore. I, I mean, Stella loves, loves a rich pasta. <laughs> a rich so pasta. she will, she, she loves a rich pasta. So she will, you know, she will acknowledge and respect those who have, who have created um, it and served it and done yeah. it all really for us. I just, I repeat that whole, and it's sad because it's like, so now we've really put the whole bow and the whole shebang is done. Like Miriam Cosby's done. Like we don't have Walter. We don't have her misdemeanor. All we have yeah. left is that church. And you know, I'm not, I'm not about to take to the mic and say something about that church. Cause whew, that woman no, scares you- the shit out of me. Mary's church is almost the same as saying Diane's name, you know, three times. Who's Diane? Jenkins. Oh my God. Diana Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop. <laughs> I honestly will never know. I know. I know. I know. Whatever. But She'll never what, be back. Who cares? But that's what, that's what Diana Jenkins is. Like you say yeah. her name three times and she comes she, out like the bloody yeah. Mary. Bloody Mary up here on the wall. Bloody Mary up here on the wall. No, don't, 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 Literally. Don't. Ah, I see her. <laughs> but that's what Diana and Mary Cosby's church. I know. That's what it is. Uh, Mary Cosby gives me the, okay, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Okay. I want to say it. Say it. Like they do the, like they do the rattlesnake thing. Have you ever seen those What's movies that? and documentaries where in church, like they have the rattlesnake churches where what? The, the pastor will handle a set of snakes yeah and do what you have never heard of this no they just hold the snake they hold them and it has some like religious for them it holds some type of religious meaning and there was a famous story one of the pastors got bit well yeah you're holding a fucking snake (laughs) but that's like the vibes i get you know i mean here's the deal steve Irwin, if he taught us anything it's don't fuck with the thing that has the killer stinger and i would classify a snake as one of those things yeah and a diamond i'm sorry like you're not holding a snake and defying god like that man died (laughs) sorry it's just crazy Do you think Mary Cosby was housing snakes? Uh, Absolutely. Mary Cosby has a snake pit in her basement. Oh, stop. That's so gross. I feel like they're on me. I feel like they're on me. Okay. Okay. Let's take take a commercial break. And then I want to hear your next story. Okay. Ready? Commercial break. Ready? Go. Okay. Do you hear her? (laughs) She's so cute. Okay. And we're back. Tell me, what do you have to tell us? Living the vida loca. We have a living the vida loca. 
update. Uh. Um, we have a Ricky Martin update. We talked about this previously about the original lawsuit that had been filed against Ricky from it was by his nephew regarding inappropriate relationships. There's like allegations of domestic abuse and illegal incest. Oh, that right, lawsuit, right, 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 right. That lawsuit was eventually dropped, and then Ricky Martin said, "You can't do that to me because." You How could you do this harm. to me? Question mark. Yeah. So then Ricky Martin filed a lawsuit against the nephew in September, claiming that the nephew's accusation of sexual assault, abuse, and incest were an attempt to assassinate the singer's reputation. Yeah. He claims he claims that he lost out in $10 million worth of canceled contracts and projects, plus mm-hmm. another $20 million in damages to his reputation. And his his team came out and said that um i want to find the quote sorry that his nephew is attempting to spread lies against him it is beyond time that the media stops giving the deeply troubled individual the oxygen of publicity and allows him to get the help so he so clearly needs Mm -hmm. so i feel indifferent I, i don't know how i feel about this case right because i don't there's something going on here. I don't know if it's like mental health, or if there's like even a substance of truth to this because it's not going away. And after he filed, after Ricky Martin filed this kind of cross complaint or, uh-huh. you know, this new lawsuit of defamation against the nephew, there's now a new complaint to sexual assault that's been filed. There's no information that's been released about it. Who's the plaintiff is, of that? They won't release the name, but there oh, is speculation. Down. There's speculation that it is the nephew again, dude. Okay. Keep the family drama out of the courts. If it is family drama, if it's, if it's for real, there's something going on. Like let's get to the bottom of it. And we can't just keep taking bites of the apple here. I mean, you get one bite. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't really know how to have an opinion because we don't have a lot of facts, Yeah, but it's just, it's obviously sad if what the nephew's saying is true, but it's also terribly sad if this is, 100% 100% false yeah and I mean Ricky Martin has a family he's working yeah. I guess he's a part of some Apple TV show like he's losing out on deals and contracts and it's sad but that's Here's where we're at so it's like if you did it you deserve to lose out on all these contracts like sorry if you didn't do it you don't deserve to lose out on all these contracts like yeah. that's just how it goes if you didn't do it, absolutely a thousand percent, you should sue the person and recoup that stuff because like they slandered your name. But like, if he's going to come back or like, there's more than one sexual assault lawsuit, like, I don't want to say where there's smoke, there's fire, but like, maybe we should poke around a bit here. But then why would he come out and be like, no, I'm suing you for defamation if it was false. So, and Ricky Martin's also come out and said that after the lawsuit was dismissed, that original one, uh-huh. that the the nephew was sending like a a bunch of person like personal messages on his social media, telling him that he's gonna ruin his career and he's gonna, you know, take him down and blah blah blah. So there's clearly, huh. I just want to know where's the mom. Where's, you know, where's the like, mom? Where's the sister or the dad that is related to Ricky Martin? That is the father or mother where's of this the child. grandma yeah grandma needs to get up in here and start slapping some people but where are the other family members coming out and saying oh no bobby the nephew he's crazy 
you know, Bobby tends to, lie. there's something like, fishy going on here. Yeah. Like we got a Sherry Papini nephew over here. We have a little something's going on either. Either uncle is cray cray or nephew is cray cray, but somebody is cray cray. Yeah. But it's like, give me somebody. So we need somebody to comment on this. Mm-hmm. Who's who's mm-hmm. connected. That's all I'm asking. That's all. That's all. That's all. Okay. Ready? Okay. I'm, I'm so excited for this last one. Okay. Kim Kardashian and Scott Disick are sued for $40 million over the alleged Instagram scam. Okay. Another page six report. So Kim Kardashian and Scott, the Lord are being sued for $40 million for those Instagram posts that they posted where they're like, Oh, you could win all of these handbags and purses and this. And the picture was like Louboutins and, um, yeah, you know, those Birkin bags and all this stuff. And like the people who entered the contest, like they pro they thought that they were going to win like either first class tickets to LA with a Beverly Hills hotel, like a hundred thousand dollars, like enter to win, you know, like those back in the day things. Well, and Khloe Kardashian used to do it too. I know. So I wonder why they're not in it. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's just these two, but this, the plaintiffs are only four people. There's only four plaintiffs and these Hmm. are people who participated and didn't win. And so that's like, you can't just be like a sad loser, you know? So I'm curious to see how this turns out, but they're saying that Kim and the Lord and the business called curated businesses organized all these con these contests in order to like gather personal information from the people who entered the contest and then sell them to advertisers. And that's why they're Yes. I know <laughs> that so, sounds a little shy. They say that after they entered these contests, they claim to have been invaded by hundreds of advertisers. Like, and they were soliciting them with like a- offensive and unwarranted content, which makes me wonder like what porn. And then I'm like, yeah, maybe because it's like, you know, when you get those messages like that are like in your email that are like, you have three new messages waiting. Hey, pretty yeah. girl, you know, I don't know. Um, so apparently they're saying like, listen, these two people organized it, but Chloe, Courtney, Chris, Kylie, they help promote it. But like Kim and Scott are the masterminds behind the whole thing. And that's why apparently Whoa. they're the only two people. Mm-hmm. But so far, it's- there's no comment from Kim, the Lord or curated businesses. Yeah, Kim. It doesn't strike me as a person who would perpetuate a fraudulent business. Um, I don't know. I mean, they have that fake mega church. Well, that what (laughs) Lauren is the reason why we ever get sued. (laughs) (laughs) The shit that comes out of your mouth. Allegedly. That's the name of the game. I just don't. I think that. There was somebody who had a lot of money mm-hmm. who created a probably a shell of a business mm-hmm. who wanted to have some type of connection to the Kardashians threw a shit ton of money at the wall, mm-hmm. got them to participate in it, and then they were investigated. And I yeah. don't think the Kardashians or even Scott Disick have any connection to it. I think that I think people with a lot of money 
who aren't of a celebrity status, they want to be in the limelight. And so I think they'll do anything. And I think I wouldn't put it past some rich, I don't know, some rich person to be like, here's a hundred million dollars that I can just throw away just because I want to have Kim Kardashian's phone number in my, in my phone. That's and it's like, just throw it my direction. I'll dispose of the hundred thousand dollars very safely and effectively. Yeah. That's what it's giving me though. It's like, I just want to be connected with the Kardashians. I'll do whatever. And I'll create a fake yeah. business. And this will well, settle so fast. Not well, for 40 million, be... but no. And I mean, it is sad though. If these, if, you know, they were, people re- were really scammed, but I've always wanted to know who these people are that are entering into this, you know, I know these giveaways. I'm always in the comments though. <laughs> These are the people cash <laughs> entering in the comments. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Do you have any criminal behavior? Let's this wrap this bitch up. I'm hungry. <laughs> this episode is unhinged. I know. I do have a criminal behavior. Okay. And it is coming off of watching Kardashians and housewives. Mm-hmm. I, and I think I may have talked about this before in the past, but I cannot handle that we are using filters on TV now. Yeah, it's enough. Why are like why are we putting filters on people's faces? It's super obvious. Yeah. And if you're going to put the filters on, put it on everybody's face because when you only put it on one person's face, it's so evident. Well, and when and you're like, only doing it in the talking head and then it's like just a yeah. put, just a, whatever the fuck put in between the two frames of like not Just, filtered juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah, it's like so jarring, so jarring to see like Lisa Rinna in that pink outfit in between Lisa Rinna not in that pink outfit. You know, I, I agree. And can we just take a chill with the face tunes? Yeah, we have like, to. It is okay to put a filter on your face. Yeah. When you take a photo, but it's like when you're doing it every single day. And then when I see you in public and you look completely different, it's yeah. strange. Maybe they don't want to be recognized in public. And so they're like, this is my I TV mean, face and this is my face for public. Sorry, that doesn't track. Somebody who's taking <laughs> selfies and putting a filter on it doesn't want to be noticed. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> Okay. okay, what's yours? Okay, so mine was gonna be She Hulk attorney at law because I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> but I actually am changing it to like, should I just leave it as that? Yeah, because I need you to talk about it. Well, I heard- don't know anything about it other than the fact that She Hulk attorney at law is the name of the thing. But it's like, why does this fucking Hulk have to be She-Hulk, first of all? Like, why don't we just give her a different fucking name? Isn't Hulk the guy's name? It's not like his identity, right? Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. And it's like, it's... so this person's supposed to be saving the whole world and be an attorney? Wait, wait, wait. You know what this reminds me of? Somebody just posted this on their Instagram, and I don't know if it was somebody I just follow, like a friend or if uh-huh. it was a celebrity. But it said something along the lines of like, when are we going to get to a point where we stop putting female in front of everything or she like right. a female journalist, 
a female right. attorney, a female actress. Right. Like, I'm going to start saying a male journalist, a male I, actor. Yes, it, this male it's attorney. Like just, but it's like with She-Hulk, it's like give her a new name. Give put her Mrs. a name. Hulk or something. Right. It's just, it's like, why do we always have to say she that it's, a, it's like, it's evident. It's evident that she is a woman. This title says so much woman, strong, green thing, who also is an attorney at law, who's, who's done a lot of things and has a day job, who has a day job, who has places to be, who has scheduled meetings and court hearings and research that she has to do. I'm sure they won't let this woman wear pants. I guarantee you her outfit's a skirt. And now she's a She-Hulk and she has to go around and like, what does she do court green? I don't get it. And I don't care to get it. And they need yeah. to give her a different name. Well, it's like, when does she get Hulky? Does she get Hulky in court? Or does right. she get Hulky when she's at home having to do the dishes after her right. husband? When, yeah. You know? When her husband doesn't put the fucking shit away and she gets Hulky because she's like, oh, so you mean to tell me I've done attorney work? I've saved the world and I have to clean up your fucking dishes. And then boom, she's green. It's just enough is enough here. What a wild episode. I know, I know, I know. Okay, well, why don't you guys go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Um, Check out our website, allegedlybravo.com. And if you'd like more of this unhinged business, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash allegedlybravo. Goodbye, Stella. It was nice hearing you snore. (laughs) Yeah, I do apologize. Bye. (laughs) Bye.